morning, good morning, everybody. And uh, Mary Pierre and I have no excuses this morning for being a few minutes late. We can't even blame Maria. So welcome to our podcast this morning. Um, and uh, I'm very happy to see uh, people's faces in front of me as well, because that uh, makes a lot of difference to us. So yesterday we finished the cost question. Am I willing to pay the price? Finishing with the question, how hard am I willing to work? And um, that question, that haunted me all day yesterday and, uh, and it certainly uh, challenged me to think a little bit more about what I'm actually doing. So today we are gonna start another chapter and it's also an exciting one and it's also gonna leave us asking if we're doing enough. The tenacity question. Am I moving closer to my dream? I'm going to start this chapter with a, a story, and it's quite an, an emotional story, an example of a woman with tremendous tenacity. And then I'm going to pass over to my young friend and superstar, Marie Pierre. And I'm trying to find a Marie Pierre, by the way, if anyone wants to be my Marie Pierre. Um, who will bring some questions to us to help us understand tenacity. But before we do any of that, let me remind you that we need to share. We need to share this podcast. Do you know anybody who's on the brink of giving up? Do you know anybody who just needs to be reminded that it's okay to go up and down. You just have to keep moving forward. So please share the podcast right now to uh, anybody that you can think of. And I do want to say an, a special thanks to people who um, help us on our podcast by welcoming people, Lise and um, Matthew, who uh, are always there helping us to do things. And a big thank you to uh, Jacqueline, who um, finds so many articles for us and posts them on our Facebook group, um, Millionaire Lady Amal. So um, this is uh, going to be a good uh, story morning. So the opening quotation of this chapter is this. The, more, the mere possession of a vision is not the same as living it, nor can we encourage others with it if we do not, ourselves, understand and follow its truths. To be blessed with visions is not enough. We must live them. And that reminds me of how often you come across a salesman or somebody who's trying to sell you something and then you, when you ask them what they think of it, they've never actually used it. So, you know, we need to be true to, to what we are trying to uh, do. H. Jackson Brown, author of Life's Little Instruction Book, says there are two rules of perseverance. Rule number one, take one more step. Rule number two, when you can't take one more step, refer to rule number one. And I love that. That really does um, tell you what perseverance is all about. 
And that's what you have to do to achieve a dream. People who believe in their dreams refuse to give up. They keep chipping away at their dream, no matter how small the progress. Don't be the person that stops before you hit the diamonds. They view each day as an opportunity to move closer to their dream. Um, and this section is called a picture of tenacity. So if you look around you and you see successful leaders around you, you will find that they all have one thing in common. They never give up. It doesn't matter how many times you knock them down, they get back up again. So the story I'm going to tell you this morning is about a lady called Elizabeth Keckley. She was born a slave in 1818. She was made to care for an infant when she was just four years old. And when she was five years old and mistakenly tipped over the baby's cradle, she was beaten severely. During her young life, she was sexually abused and she was repeatedly told by her owners that she would never be worth her salt. From an early age, she was aware of the injustice of slavery and wrote this story in her memoirs. When I was about seven years old, I witnessed for the first time the sale of a human being. The master had just purchased his hogs for the winter, for which he was unable to pay in full. To escape from his embarrassment, it was necessary to sell one of his slaves. Little Joe, the son of the cook, was selected as the victim. His mother was ordered to dress him up in his Sunday clothes and send him to the house. He came in with a bright face and was placed in the scales and was sold, like the hogs, at so much per pound. His mother kept in ignorance of the transaction, but her suspicions were aroused. When her son started for Petersburg in the wagon, the truth began to dawn on her mind. And she pleaded piteously that her boy should not be taken from her. But Master quieted her by telling her that he was simply going to town with the wagon and would be back in the morning. Morning came, but little Joe did not return to his mother. Morning after morning passed, and the mother went down to the grave without ever seeing her child again. One day, she was whipped for grieving for her lost boy. Colonel Burwell, their owner, never liked to see one of his slaves wear a sorrowful face. So Keckley had a tough life. She had a baby after she was raped by a white man. She often did the work of three people, but she was tenacious. She learned to read and write. She developed skills as a seamstress, and she developed a mind for business, which eventually changed her life. She grew up in a rural area. 
but the family she served moved to Petersburg, Virginia, and it was while she was there that she began to see things that literally blew her mind. She was uh, 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 available to observe that black women who were free could have their own business. Half the population in Petersburg was black and about a third of those were free women. She saw women who owned houses and ran their own business. She saw a potential to be a dressmaker because while she had been living in um, the rural area, she had taught herself how to sew and she started to make dresses for the family. The family moved to St. Louis, Missouri when she was 29 and her hope grew even stronger. The family were really having a hard time financially and she began to make clothes for them, for their friends, and became fairly well known as a good seamstress. She was able to keep the family, 17 people, going with money just from her needlework. She was gaining more and more independence. One day she approached the master and asked if she could buy her freedom. He would not allow it, but she was tenacious. And although he had forbidden her to ever talk about it again, she kept asking, can I buy my freedom? One day he gave her a silver coin and told her to get the boat to Illinois because Illinois was a free state, really suggesting to her to run away. But she didn't want to do that. She was a, a woman of integrity. She didn't want to get free um, by cheating. And she wanted to become free in her own right. Also, it was much safer for her to be free in her own right. Because had she ever been caught as a runaway, she could have ended up with anyone. When the family's financial situation was really bad, the uh, master offered to pay for her to pay $1,200 to buy her freedom. $1,200 for a slave, that's like $25,000 now for somebody who is basically unpaid for work. But she was determined. She, the money eventually came from all the people she made dresses for. They all provided money for her to be able to become free. On November the 13th, 1855, at the age of 40, she bought freedom for herself and her son. And she wrote, the $1,200 were raised and at last my son and myself were free, free, free. What a glorious ring to the word, free. The bitter heart struggle was over. Free, the soul could go out to heaven and to God with no chains to clog its flight or pull it down. Free, the earth wore a brighter look and the very stars seemed to sing with joy. Yes, free, free by the laws of man and the smile of God and heaven bless them who made me so. And such a woman of integrity she was, she worked over the next five years in St. Louis 
and she was able to pay back all the money the women had given her to buy her freedom. Freedom was just half of her dream. She also wanted to be a successful business person. She set up her dressmaking business. Soon she had more than enough to work. She had a dream to work for the ladies of the White House. And within a year, she was given a referral to become the exclusive dressmaker of Mary Todd Lincoln, wife of Abraham Lincoln. She became a firm friend of Mary's. She consoled Mary when her son died. And when uh, Abraham Lincoln was um, assassinated, it was Mary that, um, it was Keckley that Mary asked to come and console her. And during her life, Mary often referred to Keckley as her best friend. Keckley's business flourished. She opened a second shop. She became a teacher of sewing. She observed that she was better off financially than the children of her former master. She was willing to pay the price for her dream. But what about you? Are you moving closer to your dream? The great majority of men are just bundles of beginnings, says Waldo Emerson. Are you a starter or are you also a finisher? When your passion for something fades, do you give up or do you look for new solutions? Are you tenacious? Kevin Coolidge, who was the 30th president of the United States, said, persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. The slogan, press on, has solved and always will solve the problems of the human race. Tenacity is the solution to many problems that you will encounter on the road to your dream. So think about Admiral Robert Peary, who attempted to reach the North Pole seven times before he finally succeeded. Oscar Hammerstein produced five shows on Broadway that were flops before staging Oklahoma. Thomas Edison failed in his attempt to create a workable light bulb 10,000 times before creating one that finally works. To achieve your dream, you will have to develop the ability to keep going when others quit. You have to develop tenacity. So now Marie-Pierre is going to help us with a few questions about tenacity. Yes, thank you, Mary. And of course, we'll realize quickly that we are really um, free here <laughs> first, but we are very lucky. But that doesn't mean that if you didn't live a life that is difficult, that you cannot develop your tenacity. So, of course, everyone can develop the tenacity. So, yes, when you develop your tenacity, you will increase your chance of success because you will do whatever it takes to achieve your goal. So, the first step to creating your um, dream map, of course, is to know where you're starting from. So, we'll do the test to help you make that assessment, to know exactly about tenacity, where are you now? So I have 10 
statement so you can answer in the comments just writing the number that will best represent your current life so again not where you think you should be not where you wish you <laughs> were or that others think that you should be but uh, really your current life now so from zero to ten so zero is no and ten is yes absolutely it's me now okay so let's start we have 10 statements so number one i can identify obstacle and i have already overcome in pursuit of my dream so from zero to ten you can identify obstacle that you already overcome number two i possess an attitude of an initiative related to my dream and i am unafraid of taking bold step to take me closer to my dream from zero to ten number three i do something every day even if it's uh, very small to move closer to my dream number four i expect to do extraordinarily difficult things to grow and change so i can accomplish my dream and i have i have prepared myself mentally to do them Number five, I refuse to take no for an answer when it comes to my dream. Number six, the desire for perfection never keep me from taking action. <laughs> for me, that's the one. <laughs> I have to do. <laughs> Number seven, I am not afraid to be laughed at when I try something new. Number eight, I know my why and I live my why. Number nine, I revise my goals every day. And number 10, I can control my thought. <laughs> I can see Melanie laughing because yes, yesterday we talked about this one and she said, oh my God, that's the one for her. <laughs> so of course, now you can do your total score uh, of uh, 100. So you can calculate and go in the comments and write what is your total score. Uh, uh, on a hundred so if you are between 91 and a hundred you are <laughs> you are well on your way and the odds are very high that you will achieve your dream with your tenacity if you are between 81 and 90 you need to do some work but you are ahead in the right direction for achieving your dream between 71 and 80 you need to make changes if you want to achieve your dream and below 70 you have now maybe significant and major change to do in your life if you want to achieve your dream but yes don't worry it's something that you can really develop so why we want to develop the tenacity there's a lot of benefit of developing the tenacity that you will not let the obstacle stop you from getting what you want you will increase your desire to achieve things important to you you will not quit easily. You will develop greater self-confidence. 
you will have a positive attitude in tough situations. You will become a better problem solver. You will learn new things about yourself and what you're ca capable of. And you will trust yourself more. So just for those reasons, of course, we want to develop the tenacity. So there's five ways to develop tenacity. Of course, we will go uh, in details in the next week when we cover the whole chapter. But just for now, keep in mind five ways to develop your tenacity. Number one is surround yourself with people who will encourage and challenge you. So you cannot do everything on your own. So having people who will support you when things get difficult will help you stay motivated. They can also lift you up when you feel disappointed or discouraged. Number two, focus on what will move your success and life forward. So be clear what your priorities are. It's best to focus on one major thing at a time that will ensure you to give as much energy to the things that's most important to you now. Number three, do something that will cause you to grow daily. Just like any physical muscle, the tenacity is a mental muscle that you can develop. So having a learning and a growth plan will ensure you're developing the personal attribute that you, uh, will give you the best chance to reach your goal. So for example, of course, I will tell you about the conditioning program. Because of course, when you write your goals every day, that you read your five big goals every morning, of course, that you will develop your tenacity. So every day. So if you are not in the conditioning program now, you can click on the link and go get yourself your conditioning program uh, for uh, to make sure that every day you have your growth plan. Number four, have a create and adjust mindset. So not everything you will uh, you do will work. And when you have a create and adjust mindset, you will let your result inform you what you need to change. So that will speed up your progress and also prevent you from making other mistakes. And number five is manage your expectation well. So while you should always dream big and challenge yourself, it shouldn't cause you to believe what you're doing is beyond what you're capable of. So set milestones that will maintain the momentum as you progress towards your ultimate outcome. So it gives you an idea where we are going with this chapter. Of course, today is just an introduction about the tenacity. So of course, next week we will continue with that and you, we will know a little bit more of ways to develop tenacity and uh, how we should do it. So of course, we will continue on that next week. So I wish you a beautiful weekend and we'll see you on Monday with Sabrina and Jean-Philippe on the book, The Compound Effect. So, those little things that make the big difference. I think that's exactly what they say in the Tenacity. Make sure to do small things every day. <laughs> oh, it's kind of connected. All the books are connected <laughs> for a few months now. It's really fun <laughs> to do it. So we'll see you on Monday morning. So have a good day, everyone. Bye.